Welcome to The Counter, a podcast where two 40-something-year-old brothers discuss growing up in Los Angeles, navigating married life, fatherhood, and the need for men to increase masculinity in the world today. Each episode is a blend of laughter, wisdom, and a glimpse into the unique perspectives that come with a few decades of experience. Stay tuned for heartfelt anecdotes, unexpected turns, and the timeless charm of a brotherhood that has weathered the years. So come on in and grab your seat at The Counter. What's going on? How's it going? This is uh, episode one, and uh, my name is Mark. I'm here with my brother Mike, Hello. and we're finally getting this thing off the ground. So bear with us as we get this thing rolling. But I think in the first few minutes of finally pushing record, everything's going to pan out well. So yeah. yeah. So how's everything going? Going great, man. I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad we're we're doing this. We're we're pulling the trigger and we're jumping in. So. Finally, um, yeah. Finally, finally. Yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. going to be a good episode. And so, what you, what you can expect to hear out of this is a little bit of introduction of ourselves, who we are, uh, where we grew up, what this whole podcast is about, and then uh, we're going to do some Q and A back and forth with each other, just a warm up in this first episode. And um, I think you're going to get something out of it, everyone. And if not, yeah, I think you will. But uh, a lot of big things um, that we have to talk about, and we'll, we'll ease into it right now. And kind of wanted to talk about just what it's like to push record on a first episode. I mean, this is the first time you've ever done a podcast, right, Mike? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you actually have more of the natural performance talent, just based <clears throat> on your background. But and we'll eventually get to what that is. And yeah, and there's so much to unpack. Basically, there's uh, a lot. And we're going to try to stay on point. So for me to stay on point, I have to write things down and and kind of shape the foundation of this before we get too nutty. Um, <laughs> so where did this whole idea come from? So just to put it in context for everybody who's listening, Mike's my brother. He's my younger brother. It's just him and I. Um, I'm 48. Uh, my name is Mark, and that's Mike. So when we used to get yelled at, we'd hear Markle all the time or... <laughs> we kind of both just answered because our parents would get pissed and somehow it came out of the combined name. And then when I'm at work or somewhere and people think, you know, it's simple, it's easy to kind of confuse our two names, especially when you introduce yourself and the people are like, oh, is it Mike or is it Mark? And I'm like, I'm Mark, but I still answer to Mike because that's my brother. That's kind of like my go-to to make feel people feel better when they screw up my name. So yeah, you'd, you'd be amazed at how many, how many people call me Mark as well to this mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. So what are we doing here? Um, we basically hit this point in life where I, I definitely know I did. Um, 48 now and you're not too far behind me, Mike 45. No. So 45. Uh, yeah, you get to this point in life where you almost have this, what does it all mean type thing? 
Absolutely. And then you realize, you know what, I've had some good experiences and now this medium of podcasts or just recording. Honestly, if you look at this and we record this and nobody ever listens to it, the major benefit is you and I have these recordings that we can pass off to family or uh, wherever it goes. But uh, yeah. I think it's going to take off a little more than that just based on what we're talking about. And at uh, the very at the very least, it's a reason for... For you and me to to get together regularly and to, to talk and to check in and and you know growing up we you know we, we shared the the same bedroom for many years and we were incredibly close and uh as as you get older you just naturally don't see each other or talk to each other as often even though we we text pretty regularly just being able to connect with some regularity uh, it's, it's great I, I appreciate the reason for doing it yeah no it's awesome uh i don't know where i think we both had this similar idea and then when we shared it uh on a car ride once and we kind of brought it up it's almost like we both had the idea and then it just kind of morphed although yeah. that was uh nine months ago i think yeah <laughs> <laughs> takes so, a little time yeah. It does, and I host another podcast. It's just my own. It's kind of a business work-related thing. It's not important right now, but um, I often mention and often feel this thing called imposter syndrome, where you're like, why yeah. would anybody listen to me? What do I have to put out there? But it's overwhelming how much positive feedback I've gotten just on that little side thing, and then it kind of fuels you to go. Same thing with just pushing record on this first episode. Yes, yeah. you know, we've talked about it and we want to have this right structure and you're still molding it, but I think it's time to push record. Yeah. And, uh, and it helps me too. I mean, I, I can certainly relate to the imposter syndrome thing, but more than that, I, I definitely suffer from a bit of uh, perfectionism where until I get the right microphones or the lighting or the camera or whatever, there's always some reason to kind of postpone beginning something, you know? So having someone like you, that's I'm kind of accountable to, cause we're, we're jumping in, we're doing this. It, it prevents me from just delaying it even more until everything is quote unquote perfect before, before we start, you know? 100%. So, I do that to myself. It's self-sabotage on the, uh, on my other podcast thing. Cause it's just me recording things and, Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, I got this to do. Right. And, but you know, you look at it and you're like, Oh crap, I haven't put something out in two months. Um, I, we like, we talked earlier about quality and sound. I think consistency is all people want. Yeah. I can see I, that. I can see how, I mean, I'm sure you listen, I know you listen to podcasts. So sometimes yeah. do you have one, you don't have to name it, but do you have that one where you like actually look forward to a Monday because you know they're going to release something? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a friend that's there that you're like, I don't know this person at all, but hey, they're there. Right. Hey, they're yeah. there. It's like, oh, shit. I'm sure if, that's cool. <laughs> I'm sure if I ever met the person in real life, it would be like, oh, you're, you're an old friend. Yeah. But, you know, oddly, they have no idea who I am, you know? Right. But yeah. it, it doesn't change the fact that, yeah, it feels like a friend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think consistency is our biggest focus now that we've pushed record and we've jumped and done this. So yeah. I belong to a little mentorship program that does weekly calls. 
And this past week, which kind of, I wouldn't say forced me, but actually motivated me to, to say, hey, can we get together and let's push record? Yeah. Uh, even though we've done a bunch of conversations with this and worked out some of the bugs and tried to figure out what we wanted to talk about. Uh, the, in brief, the theory was we sit there and pack our parachute, right? We're too afraid to jump out of this. We're in an airplane. And who the hell wants to skydive? I have never skydived, so I'm pretty sure you haven't because I think you would have told me. Yeah, no. But uh, yeah. Bungee uh, jump, but not oh, skydive. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that's way better than me. I'm afraid yeah, I, I was crap uh, myself. I was afraid I'd shit my pants if I did that. And then, <laughs> then there's no fun. Uh, so we get so worried about whatever it is, a podcast, asking somebody out on a date, trying a new job, or just changing careers, whatever it may be. Just like yeah. you explained earlier about everything has to be right. This concept is we sit there and pack the parachute, pack the parachute, repack it, pack it, repack it. And then we won't board the plane. And then we finally board the plane. But then Raiders were about to say, hey, let's just jump out. It's like a cat grabbing onto the side of the walls <laughs> or something like that. You know, it's like you, you yeah. get the idea what I'm talking about. But sure. finally, you just either need to jump yourself or somebody just comes along and just gives you a high, boom, kicks you right in the <laughs> ass. So whatever it may be that gets you out that door, <clears throat> you know. Maybe there's something right now that we're going to talk about that there's something in your life that not you personally, I'm talking about anybody that's listening yeah. um, or maybe you that kind of forces you to, you know what, this blank in my life, I just need to do it. So yeah, um, that's kind of, kind of why we just finally just push record and yeah. we have multiple t- uh, trial episodes we've tried, but anyways, so yeah, that's just kind of the, the, um, I think the older I get, the more, the more I realize that 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 sort of experience, the the pack in the parachute, the endless planning, it's it's certainly not something that you and I are unique with. You know, there's so many people can relate to that. You know, and just yeah. hearing someone, just like you said, hearing someone else do it, you know, hopefully that motivates someone to do it to just, you know take, take the plunge. I mean, it's so easy. It's, it's almost one of those things where once you do it, I've had so many experiences where I've fretted about doing something, endless planning. And then once I jump off, it's like, well, yeah, of course I I did that. And it's it's no big deal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, uh, well, we'll never remember, but it's like the adult version of finally learning how to take your first steps as a kid. Mm. Like, Stand up, okay, and then fall back on your butt. Stand up, hold on to the coffee table, yeah. and then take a couple steps. Granted, walking and, and seeing a kid walk is amazing. It's not this, but I'm just saying it almost feels like an adult version of, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just going to keep crawling. And then they finally yeah. get up enough nerve that we just start run walking. You know? Right. So And kids have that, uh, they're able to kind of persevere because they, they don't really care, you know? They don't have yeah. all that. Uh, cynical baggage that we've developed over the last four decades or whatever <laughs> yeah that's really just made up because actually honestly who gives a shit nobody gives a shit They're t- everybody's too busy with themselves yeah this is so true to think that anybody really gives a crap what you're doing or not doing they're just kind of like oh cool you're doing it oh, okay oh cool you're not doing it well you should do that anyways i gotta go right <clears throat> so let's just handle our little bubble but uh 
anyways, you know where I'm going with that. No, you're, you're totally right, man. People are so, most people are so involved with themselves. They they don't even recognize what you're doing half the time. So yeah, don't even worry. No fault of their own. Everybody's just No, no, because people are just busy. Yeah. 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 So, so that was kind of the concept of just pushing record. And then, um, like I said, I keep a little bit of a list here to keep me on point. Otherwise, we'll stray because there's so many cool things to talk about. But we, yeah. need, to, we need to chunk it out. Marathon pace, not All right. not sprint. sprint. Sprint, yeah. So <laughs> this is uh, episode one. Um, the first episode we had, I don't know if you call it an episode. It's more of an introduction. So if you didn't listen to that, then here's a little more detailed stuff of who we are. So... Maybe keep it somewhat brief because as we delve in to this, we'll unpeel the onion back as we go. But how about uh, just say who we are, age, all that kind of stuff. And you want to run with uh, where we grew up and that kind of little thing? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, yeah, we, I think we've established names. You're 48, 45, so three years apart. We grew up. In a, in a lovely part of Los Angeles called Eagle Rock, very like very small community within a big city, which uh, which I think we we both loved, and uh, I still feel a connection to it. Um, try to, you know, I I personally live very close to Eagle Rock still, so I can kind of go over there whenever i choose to you 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 still live in los angeles county but right. uh, but uh suburb yeah suburb <laughs> close enough to where you know we're not we're not states away or whatever yeah 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 that was a cool uh cool area growing up in and so much so that uh I still go to the same eye doctor. We go to the same eye doctor. And that's not the same guy because he'd be like 110. But uh, <laughs> same building, different doctor now that took over the practice. But it's just kind of one of those things. But every time I go, I drive through the town also. I even drive past our high school, uh, mm-hmm. Rock High School. Very unique in that it's a junior-senior combined. So we went from elementary to 7th through 12th all mixed together at one big school. I think there's only one other school in Los Angeles Unified <laughs> School District. And Eagle Rock High School still does the same. It's still the same setup. Uh, yeah, we're, you know, three years apart, but that means we were able to go to the same school for three years, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was big. Uh, yeah. cool. Plus, our families went there generational. Right. Uh, we still have family that lives in Eagle Rock, Highland Park, Pasadena. So if you're not familiar with the area, we're basically, not basically, we are Southern California in Los Angeles City proper is Eagle Rock, as Mike was saying. And then it's there's a county to Los Angeles, multiple other cities that have their own established areas. But for landmark purposes, Eagle Rock sits between the cities of Pasadena and Glendale and a little piece, but it's still Los Angeles. Which I like to hold on to. I don't know about you, but to say that we grew up in LA, we have the legit, we grew up in LA. We went to yep. LA schools, we have an LA address. And there is right. a sense of pride about that because you go to New York and people are like, where are you from? And, you're like, and everybody just says LA, but maybe you're from 
Arcadia or San Gabriel Valley. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter. It's not like we're splitting hairs here. Like, you suck because you're not truly from L.A. Right. Dumb. You know what I yeah. mean? It's just that lit, like a next level thing. No, when we, uh, you know, when we first learned to write our address, it was literally Los Angeles, California. And there was yeah. like something cool about that. Like one of the world's greatest cities, you know? Sure. And uh, it's not something I, you know, it sounds weird to say, but it's not something I I take for granted, you know? It's seeing a lot of the country and, um, you know, feel very privileged to have been born and raised in, like, such a great city, Los Angeles. Yeah. I love L.A. It takes a lot of shit from people. Fine, maybe deservedly so, but, man, I love L.A. Yeah, me too. I mean, you've been to New York, right? You've been to New York. Yeah. Um, trips or even with your music. Um, yeah. And I like New York a lot. I think it's cool, cause it, but it's because it's completely different. Right. Like, I think, I wish LA had the subway system that New York has. Even though it's like fucking rats the size of cats and right. fucking weirdos under there, but right. it doesn't matter. It just You know, that would be cool. But that's not LA. So yeah. you don't, it, sometimes I go, ah, what do I care? I probably would never use it anyway. Right. You know, so. Uh, well, we, we do have a metro system here. And yeah. <clears throat> I mean, if you want to go from like North Hollywood to like downtown LA or something, you can do that. Yeah. But it's definitely not the same vibe as New York, you know? <clears throat> no, and I wish we had, well, we do, but I just don't use it. Uh, like a subway that took maybe, so I live in Santa Clarita, which is north Los Angeles County. It's still in LA County proper, but it's a suburb. Um, it's pretty close to LA still, but I think it would be cool to jump on a subway from up here straight down to Dodger Stadium. Oh yeah, that'd be huge. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. but we just don't. We don't build stuff like that here. Everything's spread out flatter. Yeah, and distance, and everybody's dependent on their car. So, right. Oh, that's- <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Anyways, I don't want to get too far off because we'll have days where we talk about that. But yes, we, we have our intro stuff. Good intro, good uh, introduction of kind of where we're from. And yeah. uh, so what do you think? So why do we start this? Or should we go with what to expect? Maybe how about what, what, why do we start this? Why do we, we kind of start- touched on it? Yeah, we kind of touched on it. Yeah. I, th- I think I mean, more it was like... Uh, we have a lot of ideas, or maybe we think we do. Yeah, and, <laughs> and we but, just need we just need each other to, to tell them it's a shit idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, um, I. Well, we kind of touched on it, but as a brief review, uh, you, it, it's an awesome goal to say, "Hey, we're going to talk to each other." Then we're not just going to text each other movie quotes to make ourselves laugh, but right. Uh, we got a lot of things that we can talk about. And right. And I think it's more, is it entertaining? Hopefully it's entertaining for people. Hopefully mm-hmm. it floods these memories too from people that either grew up in LA. Uh, the next piece I want to talk about here, we'll go a little deeper of what to expect, but uh, see, I mean, I'm talking all kinds of stuff, but I think it was more of just getting our ideas out there. We feel like we have mm-hmm. something that we can give back because we're a little farther down the road in life. And yeah, I know. Yeah, you're definitely, I know there's only three years difference between us, but in a lot of ways you've, 
you're a lot farther down the road than I am in certain aspects. So, um, I definitely will appreciate kind of bouncing some things off of you, getting your advice on things. I mean, you know, you're my big brother. So of course I'm going to ask you those things, you know, um, I don't know if you want to get into any specifics or anything about that now, but, uh, like family stuff, like our family backgrounds, maybe like, yeah. So how about, can we hold that thought for a second? Yeah, absolutely. are you cool with holding on to? It? Okay, because I just no, wanted to just kind of put out there what to expect from this podcast now that we're like twenty minutes in. Okay, but um, overall, general, what what kind of things we're going to talk about, category wise, and then mm-hmm. we'll just let it rip. Okay, cool. So, is that cool? You won't it won't lose your idea? Or your, no, not at all. Yeah, okay, man. okay. Yeah. So, as a brief structure of what you're going to expect from this type of show or this show, not this type, but this show. Uh, We're basically talking about where we grew up, and that's Los Angeles, Southern California, and the pluses. Like you said, it gets a lot of shit, but there is a lot of cool stuff here, (laughs) like amazing. I couldn't imagine when I hear other people that say, oh, I grew up in Cleveland. Okay, sounds cool. I've never been there, and I guarantee they have their pride, too, and I'm not picking on them. I just That's the first thing that came to mind. Right. I bet you there's a ton of cool stuff with that town. I just don't know about it. Yeah. Where L.A., it's like people like it or hate it they don't even know you or what's going on mm. so there's enough negativity in the world yeah we talk about there is i mean we're gonna crap on some of it because i'm tired of the homeless encampments everywhere yeah well yeah uh, but so we're gonna talk about la la proper just kind of like growing up in southern california especially being that we grew up in the 80s and 90s yeah i mean all of the 80s obviously we grew up there all the time what am i talking about but i'm just saying that pivotal point of our lives mm-hmm. that we lean on and experience and kind of made us who we are is how we grew up in the 80s and 90s yeah definitely the 80s going into the 90s i mean i graduated in 93 so that front half and then where life takes you but anyways we're going to talk about being kids and growing up in the 80s or 90s growing up in la like i talked about uh just like you started to lean in on to was a uh, married life um, and what that's like. And then a big piece is going to be fatherhood and being men. And yeah. although this isn't just a gender male dominated thing, sometimes I guess it could be a turnoff because it's two guys talking to each other. But our plan is to have guests on here and I'll talk about that, but to stick with the whole married life, manhood, fatherhood, uh, and the decline basically of men and why it needs to stop. Hmm. Uh, and I think we have justification to say that because we're not 21, we're not 25, we're in our forties and it just seems like in the last decade, at least the last decade, there's just been this deep decline of, I don't know if I want to call it the pussification of men, but it's just nuts, dude. Just, and I think, and I blame men. I don't just blame women that are telling men they're stupid. And, but you know, as an example, Watch a commercial. A commercial makes a guy look like he's an effing moron. <clears throat> like every dad's an idiot. Nobody knows what's going on. The mom's so much smarter than the dad. Right. But yet, why is this guy wearing a business suit and coming in the door from home? Like, yeah. wait a second. You yeah. tell me he walks in the house and he's a complete idiot? Right. Stop, dude. <laughs> what was he we'll doing all day? Yeah. 
I guess, so he must be a bumbling moron that just drools on himself at his desk all day too. Come on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He so gets, it's just, he, yeah, he gets paid an exorbitant amount of money just to be a dumb shit. Yeah. You know, totally. Meanwhile, you know, he couldn't, couldn't tie his shoes unless his wife was there, uh, you know, running the house and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's always the dad that's just the idiot that just can't put it together, can't cook, do any of that. I'm like, just stop. Right. Yeah, there's plenty of those guys. There are plenty of those guys. Sure. And they need a good kick in the butt. But So we're going to talk about that and how that happens, why it happens, and how we get out of that. And like we know any better? I don't know any better. I just know I don't think that way. Well, yeah. and we've also we also have our experiences, you know? Right. Yeah, well, we didn't grow up that way. We well, didn't grow no. up that way. <laughs> no, certainly and, not. And our parents' friends didn't grow up like that or as far as teaching us. Right. Stuff. So childhood stories. We'll talk about childhood stories that everybody <laughs> has. But since this is our platform, we're going to talk about our stories. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I thought about maybe a topic. We can call it whatever, but as a target uh, memory lane. So mm-hmm. movies from the 80s and 90s. Yes, uh, toys that we had, and then places that we liked to go when we were growing up. Yeah. Dude, just like bring let those memories flood back and and talk about those things and see how things have changed to now. So mm-hmm. uh, those are things we'll talk about. Now we won't do all this in every episode. We're gonna pick a subject, maybe one or two things, and then we'll go from there. And like I said earlier, uh, guests. So initially, we talked about having this podcast based on people that walk amongst us. And you can walk by somebody you don't even know as a neurosurgeon or this guy flies commercial airlines, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. that would be very hard to grab somebody and go, hey, what do you do? Yeah. Uh, so I think we have a big enough circle and a big enough between the two of us since we live a little bit different lives, not like way different, but our circle <laughs> of friends are different. Right. To a degree, um, which is a positive that we can pull in people that, like you said, I just had my 30th uh, high school reunion. Mm. There's a, a, pleth- a plethora? A plethora <laughs> of people that, uh, how do you spell plethora? Uh, that we can talk to, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's the kind of crap you're going to get people. Yeah. So <laughs> if it... it- most people will know what that's from if yeah. they're about our age, I would think. Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm not sure how we can, like, I gotta get, we, maybe we need a producer that can be quick on the, on the, on the cues with those. Yeah. Right. But, uh, anyways. drop them in later if we get savvy enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes, we'll eventually have guests and we'll talk about mm-hmm. things too. So it's not just going to be us yakking. Yeah. Um, so that's an overall framework. And then, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I think we talked about this, but were we talking about every two weeks, put one out? It sounds like we talked about this. Yeah. No, I think that's a good goal to have. I think think we might cut ourselves short if we said every week. Yeah. But I'd rather go, say, every two weeks, and then we go, ah, this is easy. Right. And then then we do once a week. So expect that. Yeah. For all you listeners, uh, expect that uh, every two weeks or so we'll put something out. And then, um, you know. Social media and all those things might follow after, but right now we want to focus on just getting a good audience and a good foundation so before we get stretching out too far. Got it. What else? What else do you want to add to that? No, I think you, I think you covered everything there. I'm, I'm looking forward to digging into a few of uh, 
few of the subjects you mentioned, the, the reminiscing, you know? Oh yeah. There's, there's like, there's not a day that, that goes by that I don't think of something, something, something reminds me of our childhood or, you know, just as simple as, uh, you know, going to an arcade in the eighties. Like, do people do that anymore? Like, I mean, they, they have such good gaming systems nowadays that you probably don't, kids don't even go to arcades, do they? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Yeah. I mean, the, I think the only ones that I know of that exist are like the kind of throwback vintage ones for adults, you know, so they can kind of relive their, their childhood, you know? But I don't think there's, I don't know, may, maybe in other places, but, you know, like, does, does the shopping mall, like the mall have an arcade in it? Probably, but I haven't seen it because I haven't yeah. looked for my local tilt trying to <laughs> <Yeah>. see it. <laughs> right. Uh, if maybe it's around. it exists. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe people are listening or going, what, what are you talking about? They're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but, probably. Yeah. But now look at the new thing. The new thing that I've seen, at least with maybe girls, but mostly boys, is uh, birthday parties with the arcade gaming systems that come in a trailer Oh, your yeah. house. Yeah. Huh. And you have, oh, it's a gaming birthday party. Like okay, cool. So really, like, people have a trailer like that brings the, the house. The big cabinet uh, arcade games and everything. No, no, no. I don't think so. It's like a big trailer that you go in and play flat screen TV games. And, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. No, but the the big gaming console thing you were talking about, I was just thinking about it the other day. I want to buy one, mm. uh, just because we can, because we're adults now. Right. And just put it in the downstairs like right as you walk in the house and like silver <laughs> spoons or something over here <laughs> i just want a train to go right through the center and be like yeah, dude right. just like that show what just because i can what game would you get well or would you get one of those ones with like multiple ones yeah if you're gonna spend yeah. the money i gotta get the multi because i figured i'd run out of pac-man in a bit yeah right uh but yeah to, to go down the nerd route a minute there was one that had uh, all three of the Star Wars movie uh, games on it. Remember the ones that were really difficult graphics? Yeah. That, oh, dude, it had them all, though. I'm like, ugh. I wanted to buy uh, it. The ones where you, you kind of go like in through the, uh, the, the Death Star, and, and it was like the small, narrow canyon yeah. that you had to like navigate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you had to like line up these weird like <laughs> vector things. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was that. Yeah. And it that had all three, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm just stacking the quarters. It would be at my own house, and I just put the quarters on the top just because. <laughs> <laughs> you want to lock everybody out? Yeah, beat it. I got next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of the nuts and bolts of what we, the framework. But what, to go back to what you're saying before I so rudely cut you off. Uh, <laughs> Family dynamic. Yes. You want to take that one? Family dynamic, yeah. Well, me personally, married. Um, Just recently. Recently married, yes. Um, and expecting first child in a couple of months, which uh, which I'm, I'm very happy for, but also a little nervous. The fact that uh, I've gotten a little bit of a late start and I'm... Uh, Forty-five, and uh, everybody seems to say, "Like, man, that's not old. Don't worry about it." But uh, you know, you do the math, and that means 
you know, she's getting a driver's license when I'm 61. That might, you know, it, it messes with you a little bit, you know? So, and I know, you know, obviously, you know, your experiences, um, as I alluded to before, you definitely have way more of a head start with me, with, with your family. Yeah. But I still feel old too, though. Yeah. Like you're never going to, that's never going to go away. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's because our parents had kids when they were 23. Yeah. I didn't have my first kid till I was, uh, 38. Is that right? No, that's not right. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be a math test. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. I got married. I was twenty. No, how? Oh, Jesus Christ, twenty nine. I wasn't even twenty nine. Yeah. My God. Thirty four. Yeah, I was yeah. thirty five. I guess. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, you're thir- yeah, so, yeah. Thirty five. Thirty six. Terrible. <clears throat> yeah, um, it's almost. I mean, yeah. when you when you say it that way, I mean it's. You know, I'm basically t- ten years older than than you. Yeah, but that's that's just a decade. It's not like it's a decade. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's, it's ten years. No, so I know. what, dude? But it's, <laughs> it's a miracle, basically. Yeah, no, it is really. It is, and um, you know, kind of spinning the age thing in a positive direction. It it really just motivates me to be like healthier and. And to take it more seriously, you know, sure. whether or not that needs to be the case, it, it has the, you know, the, the result is that it, it motivates me to, to think that way, at least, you know, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And I would think, you know, maybe I say my age is like motivating, but when you think back to when, you know, right before you became a father, you probably thought about those things. Oh Yeah. Yeah, because I'm going to be retired from my job, and my youngest will still have high school to go. I mean, a senior year. Yeah. But I'm going to do I'm going to do something else, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to be an older parent at her mm. graduation, but I think that's kind of normal. Yeah, you know, somewhat. I mean, some people still stick to the mid twenties and married and have kids and. That's cool. It works for them. Yeah. I mean, statistically, you know? <clears throat> obviously, people are getting older. I mean, the average age is like early 30s or something. It's not really yeah. late 20s anymore. No. Dude, I didn't find Kelly until I was 29. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, that's when we started dating. We yeah. dated for five years. So, it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And it's a positive thing because... Another good positive is you're going to have that much more life experience compared to somebody else who's having a kid that is 24, 25. Yeah. Yeah. Massive I definitely difference. thought about that too. Yeah. Massive difference. Yeah. And so, I think, yeah. Uh, what, what, you know, you, you mentioned our folks, how old they were. And I think back to, um, your dad is 25 years older than I am, you know? So, mm-hmm. When he was turning 50, he had a 25-year-old and a 28-year-old. Like, that's weird. I mean, that's that's crazy. Like, thinking thinking back now, you know, 
when he was my age, he had, you know, two kids in his early twenties. Yeah. And it's, it's so hard to imagine like having, I mean, you're responsible for, for two children, of course, but having two children in their twenties at like my age, it's hard to fathom, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's definitely just different because you're going to grow up in different parts of their life period. Right. Um, so I kind of look to where I go, okay, I'm going to retire and they'll, you know, have one in college, maybe depending if that's what she does, whatever. I don't know. And the other one's still got high school and I'll, I'll be around to, to see that. Mm-hmm. You know, right now I, I miss enough of their stuff just from work, but, um, uh, that's a different, that's a positive spin. Cause then I'm like, okay, I'm going to be retired. Now I can just chase their ass around or be around. I already told them I'm going to be their private security when, uh, <laughs> when they, when they go to dances or go out. Cause I'm going to be, I'm going to get like a, a blacked out, uh, Ford Explorer and be like all narked out and just be their, <laughs> be their chauffeur. Yeah. So I'm sure they will appreciate that. <laughs> totally. Uh, but you know, stuff like that, where you're going to have so much life experience that, Age is only how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually feel better good. now as I'm older because yeah. I stopped the, I got to drink all the time, and mm-hmm. hang out with friends and you already gone through that phase. Right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with still drinking and having a cigar. You know, you go to, you as a parent, you're going to realize the trips that you go on, maybe want to assist you and, and the wife. It's like, as soon as you get out the door, the timer starts. <laughs> Before, you're like, what day is it? And you're like, holy shit, we only got 16 hours. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're two-fisted my ties, and you're like, yeah! You're like, <laughs> that time becomes precious, huh? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, you go over another hill where you're like, alright, I can have one or two because I don't want to feel like ass anymore because it takes too long to recover. Yeah, right. Uh, or, the biggest underlying factor is like you said, the health reasons to is motivating enough. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, believe me, I like beer. Oh yeah. I like the whiskey. Yeah. I just, I don't drink it as much as I used to, which (laughs) I never drank a ton anyway, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I hear you. So yeah. So yeah. No, I was just going to say, do you have any, uh, any rules with that, with, with the drinking, any, I, this concept of like a dry January or whatever, I, I, oh. I don't know if that's a new thing or what, but I just, just heard about that. Like some people go all January without drinking or something. Are those the same people that go no nut November? <laughs> I'm, I'm out on that one. What, what, what is that? <laughs> no nut? Oh, I think I, yeah. all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If you were trying to have kids, the November is out of the picture. I see. Gotcha. <laughs> Hell it, no. That that's November. I don't know why people do that. I heard that once. Maybe it's just a freaking uh, uh, legend. I don't know. Yeah. People, I'm like, why the hell? I would do the no drinking January thing before I'd do that. Yeah. But, right. Uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I've heard dry dry January because usually there's not a lot going on. You slide it in under the radar before Super Bowl, and you know, right? People are like, "Oh, I'm a hero," and <laughs> yeah. didn't drink for a month. Okay, that's cool. Just, uh, you know, yeah, whatever you want to do. 
Oh, I got completely shit faced between yeah. Christmas Eve and New Year's Day, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, no, I'm proud. I'm proud that I didn't drink for January. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. I just try to stay the same all the time. Yeah, right. Good or good or bad. People uh, just like to post on social media or something. Eh, that's cool. I mean, yeah. what do they do in the other eleven months? Getting hammered yeah. every day. Yeah, drinking and driving. Woo. Yeah, Woo. Just slide into a family of six. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Yep. I don't, no, I don't subscribe to that one. No. I only subscribe to resolutions. So I'll uh, I'll hit you up with that here in a sec. But uh, no, okay. Just to round it out. So you just got married. Little one yes. on the way, yeah. April first week of April possibly. First week, yeah, yeah. The first week of April. I mean, p- potentially last week of March, I suppose. Yeah, true. You're always in that window. Yeah, couple weeks. Before. So as of as of this as of this show, it's uh, what is a couple couple months? A little little longer than a little more than two months. Damn, dude. I know. It's cool. Oh no. Uh nesting phase or not yet? Nesting phase? Yeah. So she hasn't uh I don't know. Should we say she or are we gonna say names? Uh oh. It's up to you. Yeah. I, you tell me it's your wife. Yeah. Uh I don't want to be like her, that person there. Yeah, no, you can <laughs> you, you can say Jenny. It's okay. okay. Okay, cool. Uh she hasn't got into the let's make the room and get the crib built and Put all the diapers away and the clothes and all that stuff. Oh yeah, that's what's going on now. Okay, yeah. that's the nesting phase. Okay, that's I what that's I called. Didn't, I didn't realize it was a phase. Yeah, or a uh, term for it. Yes, that's getting it yeah, all the yeah. homesteading. Your homesteading, like getting it all ready. Okay, yeah, building building the nursery and allocating the space in our in our two bedroom condo that. Uh, you know, for the last several years was a bedroom and an office. Now it's like, Oh, this is going to be a nursery now. Yeah. Yeah. So where you're sitting right now. Yep. Oh shit. So that's going to be one episode done. Yeah, exactly. I'm outside on the patio. Uh, I'm on the patio. Are you in your car? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, that's okay. (laughs) Yep. Nice. So yeah, that's, that's going on now actually. Uh, Right, well, here, cool. let, let me ask you this question. Um, there's so many things out there that you can furnish the nursery with. Is there like one thing that you would suggest over others? Is there something that's a complete waste? Um, the thing we were shopping for this past weekend was a glider chair, which mm-hmm. is like a, like a, recliner kind of thing that uh reclines like all the way back and you basically can sleep in it and it also kind of rocks a little bit right yeah i'm sure you're familiar but uh that mm-hmm. seems to be like the key we got to get one of those yep just, she's gonna be sitting in it a lot but so are you yeah depending on what your program is so kelly used to feed and then i would burp them change the diaper get them back to sleep that was our program when I was home. Okay. Um, you, so, you would be sitting in this glider thing? Yeah. 
Yeah, and a TV. We <laughs> <laughs> watch all the infomercials at three in the morning. Yeah, right. literally. I mean, so granted, my my kids are turning eleven and thirteen uh, in a couple of days. Their birthdays are a day apart, two years and a day. Mm-hmm. And so eleven and thirteen. Uh, so I'm thinking back to you know our last one being eleven years ago, around that. Uh, we did the same program, very regimented, which is a lot having to do with Kelly, but very regimented program. Um, and we can talk later in life how that laid out, but, uh, very regimented. And so it was like, she would feed in the glider chair. I would stay asleep. Honestly, I sat, I would wake up with her the first couple weeks and Mm -hmm. I would just stare at, stare at her. So like you're staring at her while she's nursing. Like, this isn't helping me. I'm just staring at her. So right. I would stay asleep. She'd come. She'd wake me up. Say I'm done, and so that meant I needed a burper, changer, rock her back to sleep. Okay. Uh, sit in the glider, you know, there, and let them make sure they burp and do all that stuff, and then uh, put them back in the. We had a bassinet in our room mm-hmm. next to, next to our bed. Okay. Now I'm going to forget how long that lasted, but I forget. You know, yeah. What has anybody told you this? How long do you do that? Okay. No, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I would imagine I like a couple, couple of months kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you go right from that to the crib. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm throwing it off throwing it off for the time frame, but I, yeah, it's definitely a few months. Six, six months? Oh, is it Five that months? long? Okay. I can't, I can't remember, man. I can't remember. All right. I'll find that out and I'll uh, bring it up for next episode. But Okay. Um, well, the, the, chair um, is big. the logistics of that. So, I mean, you say you'd stay asleep. That's like, I mean, we're talking like middle of the night sort of thing. Oh yeah. Cause you got to get up every two hours and feed them. Yeah. They, okay. need, the, they need the feeding. You got to switch them from nocturnal to all that stuff. And they need their diaper changed every time. Cause they just pee a bunch, which and poop, you know, whatever, but yeah. to minimize the diaper rash and, uh, okay. and all that. So, uh, feeding and then uh yeah then the chair is big and i caution just personally on one of the chairs that doesn't have a back to like your head's like if somebody's looking at you from behind you would you see your head oh okay because you're gonna fall asleep and your neck's gonna snap back and it's you're gonna be like ah (laughs) whatever you're more comfortable with with having your however you want your head because you do have to be careful though, falling asleep with a kid in your arms. Cause I, I did that once and I freaked myself out. Mm. Uh, cause you're afraid you're going to smother them or something. But, uh, yeah. So glider chair, big, uh, the bed. So we got one of those cribs that was super fancy. And, oh, it converts and it becomes a headboard footrest or, Oh uh, yeah. Footboard. Yeah. It's bitching. It's great. Like a three in realize, one or whatever, yeah, four in one or something. Sounds great. It's a freaking scam. <laughs> now the girls have double beds in their room that they don't need because it's just them. Uh, so you're like, son of a bitch. Now the thing, now I got to go buy a double mattress when it screws up their room because it's, you know, a double bed for a kid who's two or three. Right. I mean, now it pans out because they're 11 and 13 and for their birthday, they're having, we're going to dinner and we're having people over and they're having a sleepover. So, Okay. They have sleepovers where, you know, somebody can sleep in their bed with them, another kid. Right. Um, cool. 
But 99% of the rest of the year, they're just chilling in a double bed. Here's you and me in a bunk bed, you know? Yeah, right. For, for how long? Yeah. Forever. Till we could vote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding on the scam part, but right. just remember that it turns into a double bed. So okay, uh, if you're thinking, oh, we just want a twin bed for the future, don't buy into the three-in-one thing because okay. you're not going to use it. All right. So yeah. just get a dedicated crib. I mean, buy whatever crib you want. I, there's probably some cool stuff now in the last decade that's come out that I'm not even aware of. Mm. I, don't, I just don't look at that stuff anymore. Just like yeah. strollers. Why would you? <laughs> yeah, I know. So maybe there's something cool that came out. Um, yeah. But anyways, you know, that's one thing. You don't have a secret subscription to like Mother's World magazine or something? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Men lactating or putting on fake boobs or whatever that is. Oh, yeah. As we talk about the pussification. <laughs> Stop it. I was, uh, we were taking a class and they were talking about the, uh, importance of like skin to skin contact or whatever mm-hmm. is this something you subscribe to like even mm-hmm. yeah even as a father like yeah. at that age i mean so yeah. are you literally like in the hospital room taking your shirt off kind of thing no i didn't do that oh okay but that doesn't mean i did it right that was more for the mom i think yeah. they have baby bonding time where the, nobody in your family is supposed to come in for the first hour right that, that, uh, I'm talking on my ass basically over 10, day, 10 years ago. I Technology can't. may have changed, but I doubt it. Uh, I don't think rearing has changed in, <laughs> yeah. that significantly in 10 years. Right. And it's also going to be a little different when... Oh, shit, I got to think back. Like Who you have in the room. Mm. You know? Who, who, oh, okay. Uh, who are we having? I'm just saying, like, you got to think about that. Like who, because you don't want to be thrown off. Like, I didn't know your mom was staying in the room. And then you don't need that tension the day she's delivering. So you guys need to have that conversation before. Was that the case? No, it's just a conversation. Oh, I have. You never know what the other person's thinking, right? Even though you're married, you're like, wait a second. (laughs) I wasn't planning on your uncle standing in the corner videotaping with the iPhone. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, 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 no. What kind of weird shit is this? No, Uh, we've kind of already talked about that i i am almost positive it's just us and okay. whatever professionals you know yeah in there. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. yeah so that and then uh nobody comes in for like the first hour because it's baby bonding time you and right and all three of you all right. a lot of, yeah. I, when uh when i was experiencing that with you <clears throat> uh i remember waiting out in the hallway with with dad specifically and uh just kind of him pacing or whatever, you know, just kind of like, oh, what is this uh, golden hour crap? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have this shit. I got to get back to work. Yeah, right. Let's yeah. get in there. Let's get Come in on, there and God say hi. Damn. Yeah. It'll be fine. Uh, which I kind of agree with. I don't know about this theory. Like, really, what's one hour going to do that uh, is like setting them up for success in life? Yeah, right. Can you point out the people in life that didn't have the one hour baby bonding? Oh, this guy's fucked up. Look, he's. Yeah, he didn't yes. have the one-hour bonding. Fucking Dahmer didn't have it. <laughs> wow. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe that's always what, me the poster child. Yeah. What's your opinion on like? I think I heard that uh, some people 
medical professionals or whatever recommended like no real uh, family visitors for like the first day. Just have them come the second day. Is that weird? Isn't there kind of an expectation? Yeah. What what was the reasoning for that? Time of day? No, not necessarily time of day, but just to give, you know, the newborn 24 hours uh, and the the mom time to kind of recuperate for a day. Oh, they're going to do their own program as far as I remember. Okay. Like there's no way you could tell uh, Jenny's parents, hey, uh, can you come back tomorrow? Right. No way, dude. Not that yeah. I, not that I could see, and I don't really see a reason to. Now you have to be careful. The first few weeks, I want to say we didn't take her out, Reagan, because she's the oldest, until um, four months. But we okay. took her like out to the mall or something, right? Um, you know, but can't control all that. You know, if somebody's coming over your house sick, be like, "Hey, man, beat it." Yeah, you can't be bringing that shit over here. Yeah, that makes sense. And most people are respectable about that. But no, I don't see how. Oh, can you come back in twenty four? Mm. Oh, not even. It's, not it's even a baby. Come, not even come back, but like, don't even come for the yeah. first. Day. Mm, you're gonna yeah, want people know. there, man. Like, it's a huge thing. Yeah, right. You want people there? No, I. You know, I, it's I, two in the morning. You're like, fuck it, see you in the morning. Oh yeah, well that. That's too but much. If it's like, you know, three in the afternoon or something, and yeah. So if yeah, people knew I, they were on their way, you would just tell them, "Hey, she's going to deliver." It looks like she's going to deliver. They got traffic. They got to drive. We got our hour time. Go eat dinner, then come by. Yeah, you know that one's. You'll figure out the right way between the two. Yeah. Of you. Um, yeah. Maybe she maybe she wants that. So maybe that's a conversation to have. Right. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think it had ever really come up until kind of heard it in like a class or some nurse or something said it, you know? Yeah. You know, every time you take a class from somebody, it's information, but it's also some people's opinions. Yeah, this is true. So. Yeah. Reflects uh, their, reflects their own biases, you know? Doesn't matter if it's an OB nurse or a history teacher at a college. Or us talking shit here. Like, right. Don't listen to everything that we say. But it's information. I mean, you know? I gotta say, I don't know if it's inappropriate to say this, but uh, in one of the classes, the, you know, maybe this is not PC, maybe this isn't inclusive or whatever, but the the teacher or the, the person who was instructing the class, the nurse, just going out of their way to not use the term mother, not use the term father. It was always the birthing person. Holy shit. Are you kidding me? And the me? partner. Birthing uh. person. Oh, yeah. And then the birthing person will do this, and then the partner will do this. But the thing that really got me was not if you have a boy and going over the options for circumcision or whatever. It's if you're having a baby with a penis. Not a boy, a baby with a penis. What like, the that's hell? Weird. What did you take this class at? <laughs> it was like a highly rated thing in like Pasadena. Yeah, but what was it under? Like um, through the hospital? Uh, no, it was a or, it was a private. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's a so private thing. Is it a... Uh, shit, it's missing me right now. The ones where the people have the nurse help you deliver at home? Uh, like a like a doula or a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid, midwife or... Midwife, yeah. yeah. Um, they, I'll probably uh, offer that, right? Yeah, I mean, this was like an actual brick-and-mortar place where they offer... Um, yeah, dude. Specialized classes, and then there's also like uh, I don't think they do like daycare learning stuff, not not stuff like that, but more like educational programs and like uh, assistance with uh, you know the first month or whatever, like kind of doula cool. stuff, more yeah, education. Cool. That's cool. Let's stop with the lingo bullshit. Yeah. Tell me what it says when you sign that birth certificate. What it says. Right. Come on, well, I don't man. know. Here, here in California, does it say that, or what? Does I don't it know. Say I want to know what? what it says because right. mine says mother, father, but that's ten years ago. Right. Ago. Let's see what it says when you sign it. Well, I know that when we got the marriage license, it was, you know, birthplace of mother, birthplace of father, that sort of thing. Yeah. You know. All we're doing is changing words to make people feel better or think that we have to do that. Stop that shit. You're still think, the mother and you're still the father. Right. That's science. Come on, man. Whatever I, you do after that, fine. Right. I, the, the, the most encouraging thing was I think that the, you know, there were probably eight eight or nine couples i guess in this class and uh i could feel that the vast majority of people were just kind of kind of eye rolling whenever the birthing person inclusive language was spoken you know like i don't think it anyone was like really buying it so why do people do it did anybody say know. anything i want to know did anybody say anything oh no nobody's gonna say anything did they give you a how did we do form <laughs> or, or a follow-up email? Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't like sign up for thing? it, so okay. I'll have to That'd ask. Be interesting. be interesting to find out. Oh, yeah, except, you know. Yeah, I wonder if you said that, what, what the response would be. I just feel like, excuse me, I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but what, can you just stop? Yeah. It's, um, you know, for, for a first-time people going through this like just you know stop confusing us with with the uh, the new language it's but it's bullshit new language that nobody really wants because right. go ask jenny right now hey birthing person <laughs> come on man she's waiting to be a mother yeah right You're waiting to be a father right i get there's other differences and not everybody has that everybody, some people have two moms two dads fine right. no problem nobody's saying anything the fact that a, parent, a child has two loving people that will raise them, I don't care the sexes. I don't care the thing. But it's still science of how that baby became that being. Right. Fucking stop, man. Right. Stop with the stupidity. This yeah. is the kind of shit I'm talking about. We can talk here and rant and disagree, but that's the stuff we got to turn around. We're getting so far from aggressiveness. In this world that it's just becoming nuts yeah oh, dude i really think, i would have lost my shit i really think that the vast majority of people 
are on the same page with with this sort of thing, but people 100%. are so people are so fucking afraid to even you know publicly say that that's the case, you know. Yeah, but who are they going to piss off? Yeah, so right. I don't even know these people that you're talking about at this place and where you were. <laughs> yeah, who are, they have a rant that says this guy said it's not a mother. Who are you? Right. It would actually kill their business. I think I agree with what you're saying that. Uh, <laughs> Most people don't want. So again, we have the three, five, ten percent, whatever it is, running. You know, the asylum yeah. over here. The nut jobs running the asylum. Right. That's where we're at. Yeah. What is someone going to take a photo of me and blast it out on social media? Like, oh, look, this, this, you know, this guy doesn't say birthing person. He says mother. <laughs> <laughs> he said fucking Neanderthal. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> Uh, so we went from a glider chair to birthing person. I like it. Yeah. It's all in this. It's in the same, uh, stadium. Yep. So we're good. Right. All right. Good. Yes. Gliding chair for sure. They're very expensive. Just like strollers. Right. Just like cribs. But, uh, I appreciate yeah. the, I appreciate the, uh, the insight on the, uh, the crib and the, uh, not to go to the four and four and one, three and one thing or whatever. Or at least be mindful of it. Yeah, I mean, if it's cool, headboard, footboard, and you have a double or a queen bed, however big of a crib you buy, then you're like, we'll use that for us when it's time. All right, cool. Other than that, I don't know, just be heads up that it turns into a double. All right. Because we use their frames to a double, because that's what we bought and wasn't thinking far enough down the road. And then when I asked, like, hey, it's time to get rid of that. Let's buy a new bed frame, a little more modern, because they're growing up. Uh, how about we go down to a twin? It was like the needle came off the record. <laughs> it's like, what? You know, yeah, you could have, you'd have so much more room for activities. That's right. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. It's got to be a double. So, wow. Is that what anyways, they, they each have now? Yeah. They've oh, had wow. that since they were, went into their big kid bed. Wow. I, yeah. I don't, well, I, I didn't, Let's just say this. So a crib turns into a big kid bed somewhat because you take the front off and then it becomes like a day bed type thing. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a big kid, like ultimate big kid bed. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so it's stayed that way forever. Now they have. But like I said, when we do have friends over, and it it's it's totally good. Just a heads up thing. All right. <laughs> yeah. Duly uh, noted. Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we will definitely, I don't want to cut you off. What, what other, uh, is on your mind with family stuff? Oh, no, that's, uh, that, I didn't realize the term was nesting, but, uh, oh yeah, that, that's definitely the current phase. So it's probably called something else now. Yeah. You can't right. call it nesting. They're not yeah. birds. Right. Exactly. Whatever term it's, it is now. <laughs> it's not oh. inclusive of aquatic animals when you say nesting. Yeah. Not every animal nests. <laughs> Shut up. What about I'd say most do? What about birds that can't afford nesting material? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's cool. So you're in that phase, <clears throat> and then uh, what else? Hmm. Well, we'll come back to a lot of things. Damn, we're already an yeah. hour in. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh. Well. You want me to rip down a few other things here without my yeah, man. A couple questions. Okay. Right so ahead. 
January, what did it say? January 18th, 2024. A few weeks in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, New Year. Yep. Uh, everybody sets themselves up for uh, eventual failure with uh, <laughs> <laughs> on, resolutions. On the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I'm just being a realist. Oh, of course. Um, you know, we have good years and we have not so when we set our goals, but right. I think as you get older, you realize, let me set a more achievable goal. Yeah. Uh, have you done that this year? Not anything concrete, um, but definitely big picture ideas with one we already touched on with health in general. Um, typical things like, uh, finance stuff as well. I mean, those are obviously two big things that are on my mind for the near future. Financial stuff, having a kid's expensive, and uh, just focusing a little more on health. I'm not unhealthy, but there's always things things you can improve. Specifically on the finances, and maybe you can relate to this, is... I'm sure like a lot of people, my, I feel like my subscriptions to little things have gotten out of hand, you know, it's like five bucks a month here, seven bucks a month here. And before you know it, you've got like 25 things coming out every month, you know? Yeah. So so just wanting to take an inventory of that and get rid of the things that are not as useful or maybe I've even forgotten about, you know? Smart. Yeah. 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 Have you seen this one where you have the Circle K monthly membership? You can get one drink a day for five ninety nine. Yeah. So huh. we have they have a gas station by us and it's a circle K, so you get gas and I'm standing there looking at it and I go, What is this? Five ninety nine a month, another subscription. Right. And yeah, you can get your big gulp or your coffee every day that you I'm like, but you gotta go to the gas station every day. Doesn't mean you're getting fuel every time, but Right. Whatever. I get it. It's like people's thing with going to Starbucks or whatever they yeah. like. So it's uh, five ninety nine a month? Yeah. Five dollars and ninety nine cents a month and you can get like a coffee every day? Right. Yeah. It's actually wow. not terrible, right? No. But I think I mean, it's because they know that who's gonna go in there and just get a coffee. Right. You're gonna get the uh crumble donuts or the ho ho's or Yeah. You know. Hand pie. <laughs> Some lady fingers. <laughs> oh, you can't call those up. They're not lady fingers anymore. <laughs> Birthing person fingers. They're, they're uh, whatever they are. I don't know what the hell. I can't even think of one. But stop it already. Snowballs. Snowballs. <laughs> Ho-hos. ding dong. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe a quest bar. You never know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lenny and Larry cookie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Um. <laughs> So yeah, note anyway, to, but back to n- note to self, don't never eat two of those things in one sitting. You ever uh, eaten you, you know these Lenny and Larry cookies? Yes, yeah. so I eat them when I make a, when I think I'm feel make myself feel better. <laughs> yeah. Well, if if you eat two of them, some magical things start happening to you. <laughs> start shitting like a wounded goose. <laughs> yeah, and uh there's some pr- pretty interesting trumpet sounds. <laughs> Tuba sounds, I guess. Oh, damn. I haven't yeah. done that yet. Maybe I need to try it. 
oh yeah, it feels like someone takes a took a corkscrew to your intestines. <laughs> oh damn! All right, duly so, noted. Yeah, Lenny and Larry, if you're out there, <laughs> maybe not the show to sponsor. <laughs> I was about to say, you guys interested? Yeah, <laughs> just one a day, you're fine. Yeah, don't no, go two. Keep it to one, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> So subscriptions, okay. Yep. Kind of get those under control. Yeah. Uh, health, yeah. So you hit mm-hmm. the gym before work every day as much yep. as you can. Yeah. Yep. Good. Yeah. Routine. I mean, I'd love, to, I'd love to say it's every day, but uh, it's not every day. But uh, it it's every weekday on on good weeks. Been uh, you know at least three days otherwise. Okay. So that's good achievable goal that you're still hitting. Yep. And then. Uh, what else? I like to say goals instead of resolutions. Yeah, goals. Like, this is my goal. Yeah. Makes it a, a little more obtainable, maybe? Or maybe it's just a way to snow yourself and say, no, I it's think a it's, goal, not a resolution. Yeah, no, I think resolutions are, are kind of shitty um, in general. I, I appreciate the fact that January has like an inherent... Um, like you're starting over, like you can start fresh and it's like a marker in that respect, but Mm. I don't like the resolution sort of idea, you know? Right. Just like, all right, starting now, let's start hitting these goals. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Have you done any? Any, uh... Nah, I suck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm already perfect. I'm awesome. I wake up, I piss excellence. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and no. humble uh, totally yeah no um, yeah I mean the fitness thing is something that I tried doing a few months before the new year so that it was more obtainable mm. uh, I'm really focusing more on stretching oh yeah like I had a guy at work put me on to more of a program diet and exercise and I actually lost a few pounds so it's good Um, but I've realized as I get older, my flexibility, it was always crap anyway. Um, but actually taking more time so much. So I looked at, have you seen these places called stretch lab? No. Yeah. It's literally a place that you go and stretch and they have group, group settings and they have individual. Yeah. It's pretty straight. What is it? Uh, it's a donut store. Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah. Uh, stretch. And then they have, uh, you go and set up an appointment and they have a person there that helps you stretch. Oh wow! It pushes it's... on you, flexes you, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Oh no shit! Like, okay, yeah, like I've been looking at that because, like you said, health. There's so many avenues to it: cold yeah. plunge, sauna, food, diet, mm-hmm. figuring out what inflames you. You know all this stuff. Well, I'm not a nutritionist, but things work. And you basically mm-hmm. cut out the white flour, white death, sugars, and try to minimize them a bit. There's a huge difference. Yeah, there just there just is. And we can talk about food and diet another time, but yeah. I'm like really focusing on goals that I want to do because that's more obtainable. So Did you, um, have you gone to one of these stretch places before? No, so the only reason I heard about it is we had to do a business inspection for work stuff. And that was one of the places I'm like, where really? is this place? Yeah. Huh. So we went in the other day, did our business stuff with them. I'm going to go on my off day and go talk to them and, uh, kind of get to, the feeling of like, how does this work and how often? Because 
I mean, this past summer was the first time I ever had extreme low back pain. Mm. So then you start leaning into, like you said, oh, shit, I'm getting old. Here it is. Everything's downhill now. No, 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 no. Let's do stuff to prevent that and stave it off as best as we can. Now, I should have been doing this earlier, but it's here now. And how am I going to fix it? So anyways, I don't (laughs) say going to a place that stretches you as a goal, but more of an overall opening my mind to different ways to stay healthy, not only just working out, diet, stretching, uh, you know, some other things just to maintenance wise, keep you living longer as best as possible. And, um, the other thing I've noticed with my kids being 11, 13 is I'm at that pivotal point. So my goal is to always stay engaged as best as possible with them and realize that, you know, washing the car, doing something else is always should be secondary. But if they just want to talk or sit on the couch or go, I go watch them at a two hour practice for sports, mm-hmm. you know, where other parents drop off, which because they have other things, I'm not judging them. But, you know, in that two hours we drop them off for sports, I could go do something. But I think it pans out more that they like that we're sitting there. Mm. I, I don't know. So just yeah. trying no, to make sure sense. I'm always on that edge. <clears throat> yeah. Of, uh, and you talk about skin to skin, right? Going back to that conversation. Yeah. I even pay attention to it now. When yeah. my 13-year-old wants to still lean on me while we're sitting on the couch or comes over and stand next to me and wants a hug. Mm-hmm. That's still that kind of skin to skin bond. Not that I'm taking my shirt off or anything, but you know what I mean? Like, no, there's still, that, there's still that bond. Yeah. And you'll realize with daughters, too, we're not used to it, right? Because it's just me and you. Right. Brother to brother. Brother to brother. Um, <laughs> uh, all these movie references. I might have to put them at the end, tell people, because some people are probably going, what the hell? <laughs> Show notes. But we've been all over the place with a couple of good ones. Um, like having daughters is different. I never grew up around females like that, you know, other than having a mom, but it's not right. like we had a sister right? and we had cousins, but they, you know, we didn't see them all the time. Uh, anyways, different. And even Kelly says, or my wife says, she's almost happy that we didn't have a boy because she thinks I'd be way too tough on him. Hmm. And I'm like, well, I kind of see that, but. Yeah. Uh wasn't like we had it easy or terribly rough either. So, you know. No. We, we stepped in a lot of landmines ourselves, but Yeah. You know, I think we had the right amount of both ends. Right. So um hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we are Go ahead. Do you Go ahead. um Yeah, I mean, obviously 13 traditionally can be kind of a difficult age. Is there any change you've noticed with how the two of you relate to each other or do you feel you're just as close or is there like a little pulling away at all or? I think there's a testing of the waters right now. Yeah. Yeah. I liked, I think she knows that I like to keep the edge, even though it's, made up in my head because I just want to think I'm Billy Badass, but I think she <laughs> likes the fact that she knows no matter if I was to win or lose, if something was to go down, 
whatever it might be as best I can, I'm going to do what I can to smash people to protect her. So that protection level mm. is what I think she likes, but she's also flexing on her uh, independence a bit. Mm. Uh, but we can, like the other day, we drove to a volleyball tournament for two hours. And you're going, shit, what am I going to do? Just me and her. What am I going to do for two hours talking to my kid? Because when you ask them something, like look how they text you or call you. It's like two word right. sentences. Right. Two yeah. word, like, hey, man, put a little more dialogue into that. <laughs> but that's just how they operate. No. Right. Yes. Well, no. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. Unless it's some story that they want to tell you. And then all of a sudden you're like, get to the point. <laughs> get to the You keep restarting the same thing five times. <laughs> Obviously, that's what you say in your head, but right. uh, yeah. after about the sixth time, I'm like, stop it. Get to the <laughs> point because you can't be PC all the time or perfect, but right. Um, you know, and then what is scary, though, I had to stop her the other day. Something was brought up. It's so unimportant. I couldn't remember the story, but it was something to where she said that made me very anxious. And I'm like, stop, stop. We're not. No. What made you, what was the story here? Don't go down that path that everybody has to cling on to. I'm anxious. I'm depressed. I got all this stress. I got this. Stop. Stop mm. that shit. So I'm very in tune, even though I know that there's life stresses and life, but I swear to God, they hear more of it than anything. So they think they need to repeat it. I'm like, you're not anxious or nervous. You're, that's not your personality about that. Huh. You know, so. That's a that's um, just a word that they've heard a lot to describe something, and then yeah, that it's uh, almost like they think they need to feel that or say uh, that express to be normal, right? That gives me anxiety. No, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. That's no, no, no. Yeah. I don't even think that. Yeah, anxiety so is <clears throat> anxiety is uh, not necessarily something to aspire to, and it's like a legitimate difficulty. And not, mm -hmm. not something you want to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And maybe that's me over-parenting or overthinking it, but uh, you just start picking up on little things. So I think she's still, like, we try to stay pretty tight-knit. Mm -hmm. We always try, to, always try to be as tight-knit as possible yeah. um, when I can, right? And I'm not home every day. So, uh, but with FaceTime and phones and everybody now have their own phones like i text them on their own i yeah. don't call kelly's phone to talk to them i call them right which is weird but yeah. uh it's cool yeah you know but she has, people yeah um, yeah so i think it's a little both like uh there's she's testing the waters but i think she likes the fact that uh i at least think that i'm gonna to do well i know i'm gonna do my best to try to protect her no matter what but things sure. are gonna get through hmm. yeah so yeah good question uh, yeah uh, you hear about those uh the relationships or the infatuations or whatever of like girls and their dads you know and that sort of daddy's little girl bond or something you know for sure i guess it's it's just kind of natural yeah, happens, you know. Oh, for sure. Is it the um, same? Is it the same with both of them? Similar. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Right now, you know. Yeah, 
the, the scary part of being a parent and it doesn't matter if it's two girls or a boy and a girl or two boys or whatever it might be is you're always afraid you might lose that one day oh, and yeah. then they're just gone or that it was something that you did you know that's what right. you have in your back of your mind like ah i was a complete jerk or i didn't care enough or whatever it may be it's such a weird thing parenting hmm. it's like constantly being the teacher well more than that and eh, that's kind of crappy it's everything basically <laughs> like that was going to be uh oh that was actually perfect because that leads into one of my questions i had for you yeah um uh, what are you most excited about, about having uh, a child? Like, it's very big. That's a very big question. But I had another one yeah. that, that niches it down. So right. right now, what seems to be the thing that you're, say, I'll give you both, most excited or most nervous about? You pick which one. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is nervous excitement, I guess. So. <laughs> well, there you go. I was okay. I was gonna say something like I'm most uh, excited to continue my my bloodline and heritage and my my f- familial legacy. <laughs> yeah, like, like in some feudal feudal definition, you know. But yeah, um, hast thou come to <laughs> what? <laughs> um, kind of, like right after we started talking about it, you'd mentioned. Uh, having a kid allows you to kind of relive a lot of things and to kind of re-experience those new things through different eyes or whatever. So I'm excited to understand what that feels like, you know, like going to, you know, Disneyland or, you know, the, like so many different first time experiences, like a Dodger game or something, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you reading my notes here? Because that was going to be my next question. Oh, really? Yeah. I put yeah. that on. one childhood memory that you think is something that you want to do. So I put even the zoo, Universal oh, Studios. Yeah, the zoo. Dodger yeah. game. Yeah. Going to Travel Town and going on pony rides, which I don't know if, if they exist anymore because no. everybody freaked out, right, about the ponies. No, <sighs> whatever. Despite We're not gonna the go fact there, that but... the uh, the horses need a job, and they probably really yeah. were loving life, having right. a job, carting kids around, they no longer do that. Nah, they're, yeah, they're holding out for more money. They don't need yeah, a job. Right. Um, holding but, picket signs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Disneyland's a big one. It's fortunate yeah. that we live close, so that's huge. You know, we have that in our backyard. Um, uh, this, the zoo is close. Um, yeah. Yeah, just kind of pushing a stroller through the zoo. That sounds like an interesting afternoon uh, yeah. or morning. Yeah. yeah. Feel the burn. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when they get bigger. Yeah. We used to go to the Santa Barbara Zoo a lot, actually. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, a little farther away. But yeah. uh, drive, let him fall asleep in the car for a bit, a couple hours, come back home. But LA Zoo is cool, obviously. Yeah, right. We, we oh, went there close. a ton. Yeah, yeah, it's close, and we went there a ton as a kid. So, right. Uh, that's memory lane stuff. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, places I remember going to as a kid was obviously the zoo, the Griffith Observatory. That's probably mm-hmm. 
later, though. I mean, you don't want to take a little kid there. No. I wouldn't want to take a little kid to a Dodger game either, you know? That's tough. Yeah. At least, I don't know, five or six? You could use sooner. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Okay. A three-year-old, it's pretty cool. Okay. Two. Yeah. I mean, they're walking. As soon as they start walking, yeah. you, know, you can still carry them. You're okay to do some things. Just, to, you know, you got to keep, like, night game would be tough. It'd have to be a day game. Right. Yeah, no night game. Yeah, it'd be hard yeah. to sit there for three hours or something, you know? There's a lot of getting up, dude, believe me. Yeah. And it sucks balls as the dad, too, sometimes, where you're like, ah, can you give me a napkin? Can I have popcorn? Can I have this? And you got to be like, hold on. <laughs> Take a bite out of my hot dog here, and I'll go back up. <laughs> so a lot of that, but uh, I want an ice cream and a helmet. Oh, dude, we still have those. We have them here. Oh yeah, I, I yeah, still I, get I them. Them. yeah. <laughs> put ice cream in it for them every time. Hey, it's just like being at the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my throw peanuts at them. Yeah, I was just about to say throw some peanut shells on the ground and walk yeah. out. Spill yeah. a soda. Oh, totally. <laughs> the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, so all are uh, generally excited, but not sure quite yet. I mean, you don't know what you don't know yet. That's kind of a yeah. heavy question. That's kind of a big question right. to ask. But the, was, here's an interesting idea. Uh, I was just how men and women differ when they think about kids. Um, I was reading in a book, um, if you ask a woman, like, say in the situation we're in now, like being pregnant a couple months away from birth, um, what do you picture when you're, when you picture your baby? And women would say, like, more often than not, women would picture like a newborn, like holding a newborn, maybe, uh, you know, kind of swaddling or, or, or holding closely. And guys will think of like holding like an older girl, like three years old, like holding hands, walking like on the beach or something. That's like a, more of an image a guy would think, whereas a, as a woman would think like a very young newborn. Mm-hmm. It's it just interesting. I, 100%. I, mean, I, I, I know you're, you're way, way down the path, but when I first read like, Oh, think about what life will be like with your child. I immediately thought like a three-year-old walking. That's exactly what I thought of. Yeah. So like the, the whole pregnancy thing now, like it's, in a lot of ways, like it, it still doesn't feel real. And, and I even read somewhere that from a lot of guys, it doesn't even feel real till she's born. Yeah. Cause you can't do anything. Right. You're just like, uh, is your back hurt? Do you need this? What do you right. need here? Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel today? Or, you know, there's a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. She looks different, but I'm not feeling this thing inside me, so I can't. I don't relate to it the same way, you know. Sure. Yeah. Right. No, I, I agree. Do, that makes sense. Do you remember back then? Did you have that? Oh, yeah. yeah. First couple of months, like it's oh, super okay. exciting. 
super exciting because you're like, look at this, and it's your whole life. Like it's your whole life. Yeah. You feel like you're in a fog, basically. Huh. Because you're trying to figure out life before you had it. It was like, this is cake. I can do whatever I want when I want. I, have my, I run my own program. Now right. somebody else is running your program. Right. So it's your job to teach them, teach the little one the program. Mm. And, and obviously, it's a give and take. It's not that easy. Right. Um, but yeah, so for guys, like it's super exciting to see a delivery to go holy crap it's instantly real like you said then mm. it's like i just want to get sleep and you're at the hospital and they keep coming in every 15 minutes to check on you you're like god damn it <laughs> but uh and he's like just want to get out of there yeah you know and but then they just go here you go sink or swim huh did and you then, did you sleep there the yeah. two nights or whatever uh -huh. Just crashed on the couch or whatever. Yeah, couch, bed thing, or chair that turns into a, you know, little twin bed or whatever. Hmm. Actually, the first night we were very fortunate. We had a bed, a private room that had two beds. Or it's not really, they made it a private room. I was, oh. I was able to sleep in a hospital bed. Yeah. I mean, you're getting up every couple hours because you got to feed. And right. There's a, there's a lot, man. It's a lot of stress initially. Hmm. If the baby's not latching on, or whatever your plan is for feeding, and you know, this can be a little complicated. Hmm. Um, and that's even after you leave the hospital. But basically, yeah. you want to get out of there because it's not you don't you feel out of place. And now you got this tremendous responsibility, right? And then, uh, um, then you put him baby in the car seat in the car and you drive like 20 miles an hour to your house because you're like holy <laughs> hell yeah yeah you know it's not like a dog it's like right another, uh which is a good thing right but you're just like what is going on right now and then then you have family support yeah and help then you two figure out your plan everybody's going to wants to give you their opinion right um, and you take that and you go, okay, cool. And then you, you figure it out. Thanks for all the advice. Completely disregard it and then do your own thing. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, I know. I know. No. There's tons of advice that I'm going to be welcoming. So. Yeah, sure. sure. Uh, dude, so much. You go on for days. Uh, but that's a good thing here. We'll just chunk it out as we go and mm -hmm. it'll be fun. No. You have a yep. circling back to the not resolution goals. Do you have anything else you're working on? Oh, um, this we actually, so we, we jumped, we, we made it work. Yeah. We, we got this started. Yeah. Uh, on my other work related type podcast, I'm trying to jump into basically like this, jump off and do interviews. Not that I'm interviewing you, but yeah, having a conversation basically. Yeah. So I'm trying to work on that. And um, no, basically, health, obviously, big. And just try to spend as much time, quality time as I can. Mm -hmm. I've, tried my, I've tried to do that. Um, but no, I don't set too many resolutions because I honestly, brutally honest, I don't think people change. I think people are who they are. Right. 
And I think we tweak things here and there to make our lives a little better or to be better in our brain. But as far as massive changes, it takes a strong person to do that. Right. Um, I think we just kind of do what we do and, and we adjust here and there and we bounce around a tiny bit. And that, uh, I'm good with that. You know, I, I try to run with the marathon pace, not the sprint. Yeah. So, hey, I'm getting fat. Okay. I need to cut out this because I know what I'm doing. I'm eating a right. donut. I'm doing that. You know, we know what we're doing to ourselves. Right. We just always allow an excuse to take over. Right. So if I can control the excuses this year, that's a huge win. So maybe I'll add that one. Control the excuses. Yeah. I like that one. That's a good one. Pretty broad. Yeah. No, but it makes sense. And I think everybody can relate to it. doesn't matter what the excuse is. We all have them. Yeah. Sure. Yep. So I think we covered a lot. We're at an hour and a half. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Cool. Well, I never, I, I, I never had a doubt that the uh, the conversing thing would ever be difficult. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. But I, I, I reached the end of my questions I had because I wasn't quite sure how long this would go. But yeah. I think we we uh, laid a pretty good foundation for this first episode. But obviously, it's going to take more to for people to kind of figure us out. Yeah. Yeah, and for right, us uh, to uh, to uh, kind of establish the flow and uh, and direction, huh? Yeah, I, I agree. I enjoyed it though. Absolutely, yeah. perfect. So it's a good breaking point, you think? I think so, man. Are you good? Right, cool. You want to add I'm anything? Good. Or nah, if I do, I'll just talk for another forty-five minutes. <laughs> windbag be the nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who's <laughs> this windbag? Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's go back to that birthing person analysis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Don't get me started. I won't be able to sleep. <laughs> right yeah. on. Well, we, uh, we'll close it out here, and then um, that gives us a good basis. We, I think we've got a good structure to set up, and we'll work over the next uh, week and a half or so of building episode two. Yep. And we'll have some more interesting talks for people. Hopefully, uh, people like what they're hearing. I know it's the first one, but hey, got to start somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll have it all set up here, and you can listen to this on all your favorites platforms, Apple, Spotify, and uh, all the majors that we'll uh, get this out on. We haven't touched anything with social media yet just because uh, we're not there. We'd rather focus on the content here. and then. uh, But once that happens, we'll link it in the show notes. We'll bring it up the next few episodes when it comes down to uh, how to get hold of us. Um, we're not asking for some crazy rating right now, but uh, a few episodes in, if you're listening to this and you're kind of success in succession and you want to give us a rating or review, then that's good too. But other than that, our biggest thing is to make sure you enjoy the content and uh, we'll go for there and we'll see you next time. Yeah, sounds good. You hopefully, got uh, hopefully you got a little something out of it or... Uh very least a couple of laughs <laughs>, <laughs> we make ourselves laugh yep that's it yeah. man right on right on all right well i'll sign off here and then uh catch you on the flip side all right see you next time all right man all right take care see you